hello, hello, and greetings from fabulous Las Vegas. That's right. It's a roadshow version of the Loftus Party. We got everybody here. We got live via satellite. We got Andrew Apple. Andrew, say hello. Shalom, all of my people. Shalom, all of your people. Way to go. Way to instantly start dividing. Wait. We're well, 10 seconds in. I, I was just so touched by seeing Ted Cruz making matzah this week that I just wanted to oh, share boy. that with everyone. Hold the phone. <laughs> we we got to talk about that. Ted Cruz making matzah. And who else do we have over there? Do we have, do we have Jason Anarino on the phone? What up, homies, to all my people? Oh, yay. <laughs> now, we're, now we're doing it. Good now old we're peanut butter it. nips. So this is, uh, this is the Loftus Party. You have found it. Uh, this is the uh, companion show to the, uh, the wonderful show, The Flipside, the syndicated political comedy show. And right now, uh, we're going to be doing some topical stuff, as we do here. It's so much fun. I really, really enjoy the podcast. I can't tell you how much it tickles me and it's growing we're blowing up more and more listeners more and more people downloading it it's fantastic so i just want to jump into uh the news right away because andrew you 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 said ted cruz making matzah yes so ted cruz uh if you remember back in iowa he was denouncing donald trump as having new york values oh Oh, yeah yeah, that's right i don't think i don't think that's going to come back to haunt (laughs) yeah you could kiss new york goodbye dude (laughs) And so now, when we come up on the 19th for the New York primary, he definitely has some ground to make up. So he's been in New York trying to show that he's one of the people. So he went into a matzah factory, and he showed people he knew how to make matzah. Oh, boy. If that doesn't get the New York vote, Michael, I don't know what will. How horrible is that? (laughs) How horrible is that? Because, like, he's like, New York, Jews— Let's make matzah. <laughs> Certainly they'll vote for me now. Like, how shallow, how insanely shallow. It shows he's out of touch, doesn't it? I mean, uh, if he it wanted sh- to win the New York vote, he should, like, stab somebody on camera. And then they go, now that's one of us. Bada bing. <laughs> hey, guy, I tell you what, guy, do this. Go to Long Island. Here's what you want to do. Punch a guy right in the face, guy. Get on the... I saw didn't they didn't didn't somebody like boo him the other day and tell him to get out of Brooklyn? They just told <laughs> So So he, basically what happened, he was going to speak at a school in the Bronx and Oh all, boy. All the students rallied together and said, Look, if he comes to speak, not only are we not showing up, we're just flat out walking out. And so the school said, We gotta cancel this. The entire student body doesn't want him here. That's horrible. See, that's horrible. Yeah, they should at least listen to the guy. I'm not. Yeah, why, I'm not the biggest not, fan. What, what, seriously, what, 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 what is the danger of having Ted Cruz talk? Like, what is seriously? What well, were the students? What was what was precisely uh, the scary thing about that? Well, I mean, it was a heavy uh, immigrant community, and they didn't like what he stood for. And the argument was, well, he's been saying the same thing in all of his stump speeches. We've been hearing from him for months. We don't think he's going to say anything new. We don't like what he's saying now. And anything he says to begin with is probably just going to be pandering. So why would we want that? They should still have him. Like seriously. Like when did that? When did that be okay? I don't like what this person's gonna say, so uh, I'm not going. Like I'm not allowed to do that at work. I, you can't like like I know my boss is gonna be mad because I didn't show up the other day, and uh, I don't want to hear it. So uh, I'm not gonna go. 
Unfortunately, they're students, so they don't quite know that's how the world works yet. I tell you what, I can't wait till they do figure it out. I can't wait till they do figure it out. Uh, yeah, we don't like what he has to say, so no thank you. That's just, I wish you could do that in real life. You know what, that policeman pulled me over, and I don't think I'm going to like what he has to say. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep on driving. I'm walking out. I'm just going to walk out. I'm just yeah. going to keep going. I don't like what he has to say. What else is going on with old Teddy Cruz? Well, yeah, I tell you what, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I've been doing shows all week here at uh, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club at the fabulous MGM Resort and Casino. Nice. And uh, I'm talking a little politics on stage. And uh, if my little comedy show is is any uh, measuring stick, uh, Ted Cruz doesn't have a shot. People don't doesn't like him, huh? A, You've been asking no. the crowd, and he's been getting negative reactions. Uh, yeah, just been kind of floating some balloons out there. Mm-hmm. People, here's the deal: people are freaked out by Donald Trump. They want to like him, but they're freaked out by him. <laughs> they do not like Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people do not like Hillary Clinton either. Hmm. Like she has, yeah, she there. There's no love for her, and uh, people love to laugh at uh, at Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I really think John Kasich is going to win this whole thing. Okay, so should we jump right into presidential primary fun time then? Boy, you love this segment. I really you really, do. you really, you this, really this have a I, thing. I, I get to nerd out in this segment, just in ways that I don't get to in my regular. Let's do it. Life. It's you know what, Andrew, you are today. You are the driving force of the show. <laughs> you are the driving. You are the you are the 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 the, the chariot of of fantasticness. So go uh, ahead. What do we got on presidential primary fun time? All right, so. <laughs> I'm Presidential sp- primary fun time. Womp, womp. You know what? We can't do that. That's that's a ripoff. Do it. Rip it off. It was it was uh, somebody fun house on uh, SNL. We'll get in trouble. So anyway, presidential primary fun time. Hit me. What do you got? All right. So I it, I'm going to explain to you right now how John Kasich is going to become the nominee of the Republican Party. All right. All right. So, I, I think I got your back on this one. All right. So you got to give me a little leverage here because I want to make sure we get everyone on the same page. All right. Okay. So back in 2012, there was a small group of people who wanted to give a symbolic nomination on the floor to Ron Paul. Sure. At the Republican National Convention, Mitt Romney wasn't having it. He said, I don't even want to see that. So when the Rules Committee met, they created what's called Rule 40, which stated yes. that – in order for someone to be nominated on the floor, they need to have won at least eight states. Yes. Ron Paul hadn't done it, so he didn't get the nomination. But he was spanking Romney in a lot of ways, wasn't he, like as far as uh, crowd ter- crowd turnout? Well, not and, unlike what Bernie Sanders It's a lot like with, what Bernie's doing. Yes, yes. The difference, though, in this case, Bernie Sanders, we had, to his credit, has won the last six of the seven caucuses and primaries. Mm-hmm. So he does have some momentum behind him that Ron Paul never had. Right. But— the rules from convention to convention, they carry over. And right. there's, there's a rules committee that can go in and change things, but right now Rule 40 is on the books. And just so we all can agree, the only thing that the Republican Party wants to do more than stop Donald Trump from becoming the nominee is make sure that it doesn't look like they're trying to stop Donald <laughs> Trump from becoming the it's nominee. It's too late. It already looks like it. But in their defense, I don't think uh, Trump is going to get quite enough votes to just lock it in. Oh, we're absolutely going into a brokered convention. There's no yeah. question about it. But when the Rules Committee meets, they can set any rule they want. That's crazy. They could just uh, change the rules of the Monopoly game in the middle of the game? Absolutely. No question about it whatsoever. So they can change Rule 40 in any way they see fit. So basically our votes do not count at all, really, in either party. Theoretically, correct. No, they don't. 
if the rules committee Jeez. creates rules that allow our vote to act as the functioning device of what makes someone the nominee, then yes, they do. If they decide otherwise and they want to sort of pull the rug from out underneath the people, much like the Democrats are doing with the superdelegates, they can do that as well. Well, I'm telling you right now, if they pull this kind of thing, they're just letting Hillary walk right into the White House. I promise you that. That's very true. So when they meet, they can change Rule 40 to say that you only need to have won one state to be nominated (laughs) on the floor. It's Rule 41. It's actually Rule 40 B. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. That's B what it is. In, it's it's, it's rule 40 B. Yeah. And they've already talked about changing it, and they're and they're going to change it so that so that Kasich can be the guy. Yes. Now, what's interesting though is there's also talk in circles that they may do away with Rule 40 altogether. So you'll need to have won zero states, and that would allow them to nominate a Mitt Romney or a Paul, Paul Ryan, Ryan or even a Michael Loftus, Ronald McDonald. I tell you what, they they if they they dare not trot out Mitt Romney again. They dare. No, I don't think they'll do that. I don't. I don't think they will. But that's kind of what they're creating right now because what's happening in circles. Kasich is seen as the most polished turd, but he's still a turd. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they all are. They're politicians. Whoa, 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 Mister! I'm happy we're not in the same room. (laughs) Please, let's no, let's no no. I think John Kasich is a pretty awesome guy. Uh, I just think he's got a. He's, it's like listen, nobody's perfect. We were talking about this on last week's show. Yes, like I don't have my Obama. Sure, uh, John Kasich. He, there's a couple that like Common Core. I have no. We we got to get rid of that. I don't like where he stands on that. And I tell you what, uh, border security. I don't think he's strong enough on border security. But other than a couple issues, I think John Kasich would be a fine, fine president, and I would get behind him 110%. And, and my friend, uh, he beats Hillary all the time. Man, he can't, every, even every win, he can't even win in the Republican race. You think he's going to beat Hillary? She'll smoke him, brother. No, he wins. Uh, uh, he, he beats Hillary Clinton uh, consistently. Acor- uh, according polls. to polls. And polls are never right. Well, your polls are always right when they say Donald Trump's going to win. No, that's not true. They've been wrong about that. Well, anyway, I think it's going to be Kasich, and I think he's going to get the nomination. And here's the thing. I do believe you're right, but the reason that I call him a turd is because he does have the baggage that comes with having run through this entire primary election. And what the party may end up saying is, look, we need a fresh start, a complete wash. We're going to bring in a real outsider, and that's the How person about my who we're boy, all going to rally Gary, behind them. Gary Johnson with 11%. Why not? Why don't the Republicans or the Democrats go, you know what? We're going with the Libertarian. Honestly, because he's too liberal for the conservatives, and he's too conservative for the liberals. That's my guy then. That's your guy? Yeah. Just, just because he, he sits right— He makes everybody upset. That's what I want. <laughs> I want somebody— Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson is like a name that a screenwriter comes up with <laughs> when they're tired of coming up with names, it's, right? It's, it's like the most uninteresting name ever. You're like, there's a knock on the door. Tippity-type, you type it in. Who's there? Tippity-type, uh, let's just call this guy Gary Johnson. <laughs> It's uh, you know the lamest, most white bread. Just it's actually when you're in the ever. witness protection program, that's the name they give you. You're from now on, you're Gary Johnson. Yeah, and if you if you're married, your wife's name is Betty. Hi, I'm <laughs> Gary and Betty. 
This is Gary and Betty Johnson, your next president. Oh, I see. And this is me. My bad. I haven't done any research on Gary Johnson because <laughs> then now, now I just think he sounds fake. <laughs> It'll be I tell you what, I'll be I'll be really mad. I'll be really mad if it's not. K. It at least has to be somebody who's on the ballot now. You just can't say, OK, that was fun. All the voting was fun. And now it's going to be uh, Mitch Cumberland well, from Maryland. You can't just introduce somebody. They might do it. They won't. They won't. They, they can't very go well that could. Far. How about this curveball? What if they go crazy and somebody bumps their head and they go Ron Paul? Well, he, that'll never happen. That'll mean yeah. they've all gone literally crazy. Yeah. They've all gone crazy. It'd be the best day of my life. It's like Ron Paul is now doing commercials that air at two o'clock in the morning. That's my guy. <laughs> what's he ever? What's he advertising at two a.m.? It, it, it's like how the government is screwing you, and you need to go to this website, and they're the only people that can save you. Type of thing. <laughs> oh, is this the Ron Paul? The, the the financial collapse is coming. Exactly. Book. Yeah. Yeah. We should buy one of those. Ron we Paul's a brilliant up. guy, actually. Well, he's brilliant from a book standpoint, but let's not pretend he isn't crazy. He's not crazy. If he's doing commercials Because he loves that, liberty, you call him crazy, no, Andrew because Pell? he's doing commercials about how the government's going to collapse in on you and you need to buy his book to save yourself at 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, the government, uh, if it, it doesn't look like it's not going to collapse in on people. It's uh, getting crazier all the time, no matter who's in charge. Listen, here's the truth. We have the greatest government in the world. There's no question about it because we are the only government that is truly set up in such a way where the oligarchies can be overthrown by the people. The senators can be voted out by You're the people. Saying and this we have capitalism on one hand, to pair with it. On, but on the other hand, you, we just realized that our votes don't count. Well, there exists a scenario in which our votes couldn't count, but that's not going to happen. And if it did, the people would you rise up. You just said we're going to a brokered convention. No, we are going to a brokered convention. That means convention. our votes didn't count. No, it means they do count, but ultimately they can be changed because these are – the Republican National Committee is made up of people that we voted. <sighs> I know. It sucks. But I just looked up best. oligarchy because I'm getting tired of people using that <laughs> word. <laughs> Because they use it to make themselves sound smart. No, I, I do. I know that's exactly ex- what Andrew. Is. That's exactly why you used it. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, why you Andrew. Used it. Wow, wow. When did it become you bad your, to be smart in this world? You and your multisyllabic words. <laughs> yeah, you and your. I learned this on the internet. Word uh, oligarchy. The definition is it's a small group of people having control of a country, organization, or institution. So let's not start throwing around oligarchy like it's a bad word. No, because it just it just means an organized government. Well, but also like the cable companies are an oligarchy as well. Yes, yes, I would say like everything is an oligarchy. My family is an. Ol- I am. <laughs> I'm in charge of the oligarchy of my family. And here's another word. You say oligarchy uh, a bunch, it really makes you sound stupid. Oligarchy? Oligarchy? If we weren't an oligarchy, what would we be? A hoota booty. There is like there is no other choice. People people start throwing around like, oh, but America, this oligarchy, we got to stop the, like, what else would we be but an oligarchy? Well, I mean. Anarchy? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The truth is that our system is set up so that we are a capitalist society with certain socialistic elements 
put in. We are not a truly capitalistic society because if we were, we would have slavery. Just whatever is best for business, that is 100% what we would be doing. So we have a capitalist society that has elements of an oligarchy, that has elements of socialism, that has elements of all of the best parts to create the strongest economy that we believe we can create. You're really bringing me down, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to pivot away from this. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pivot. God love you. But you're you're pivoting like with one foot in a bucket and the and the other foot is like got wet cement on it. What about a monarchy? Let's do a monarchy. No. No, that's what we're running from, a monarchy. Well, not if I'm in charge. Then I'm all for it. Yeah, that's what every dictator says. It'll be awesome if I'm in charge. <laughs> exactly. It, it would Hi, be. I'm Fidel Castro. Everything will be awesome if I'm in charge. Trust and me. I'm, I'm only going to be in charge. I'm only going to be a dictator to get us through these tough times. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll hand over power. Exactly. Yeah, Hi, are. I'm Adolf Hitler. <laughs> We all saw how well that worked out with Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. That's right. You know what? That's too funny. But like George Lucas did that in Star Wars. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, this is how democracy ends with applause, yeah. you know, and it was supposed to be this big slam on George Bush. But I really think now it's like a slam on Obama because that really now it really like uh, has some truth to it. Everybody's like, yay, yay, do it. Yay. Uh, Obamacare, yay, heading towards socialism. And now that kind of, that's like the only, like, uh, well, it's not even a good part out of those movies. Boy, those movies were horrible. Yeah, they really were. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. The new Star Wars comes out. It's out already. Uh, when I get back, when I get back to Los Angeles, boy, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy the steel box version mm -hmm. of the new Star Wars. Going to yep. watch that in three dimensions on my TV at home. Yeah. Let's bring it. Have you watched the trailer for uh, Rogue One? No, I have not, but my son told me that it's out, and I got to check that out. I yeah. just don't want to watch it on my phone. But is it like here? And here's the funny thing, man. Like, uh, my kids, they're on it. I said, uh, I said, how's the trailer for Rogue One? And Leo's like, ah, pretty typical girl <laughs> hero, slow motion, piano music. <laughs> yeah, that's a sharp kid, yeah. man. You've trained him do. well. Just like, just like a character looks around and it's like, ooh, there you go. And then ding, ding, like a little piano thing. Like, oh, what's she looking at? What's she afraid of? I don't know. I can't wait to see it. And There's it. a lot. It, it's, I, I've been in Vegas since Monday, you guys. I'm I'm done. Vegas is a great uh, three-day town, but I'm ready to go home. Oh, yeah. And we will welcome you back to Los Angeles with open arms. It is madness here. It is absolute madness. <clears throat> so check this out. Uh, you've got the uh, you got the Pacquiao fight tomorrow night. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, where I'm staying at the MGM, uh, the Pacquiao camp and the uh, Bradley camp, they're all set up here. There, you see them on the elevators and stuff. I, there's it, it, there, there's a ton of those people like support crew for the fighters. Uh, you've also got Mike Tyson doing his one man show. Excellent. Uh, here at the MGM, so there is the chance that like Pacquiao could run into Mike Tyson. You know, there could be like a, an, another fight within the fight. Uh, the other thing <laughs> you've got going on, you got Guns and Roses are in town. Nice. Uh, they're doing their 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 big uh, comeback tour. Axl Rose broke his foot the other night, but the show's going to go on. I, I don't know if he really broke his foot or if he just wants to be able to sit down during the show because he's a little <laughs> bit bigger now. He just doesn't have the wind. That he used to have. He's he, he's had too many ribs. And we should say for our listeners, though, we are recording this on Friday. So when you're listening to this on Monday, all of these things will have already happened. Yes, 
Yeah, so this is this is a great way to document the excitement yes. uh, before it happens. Exactly. Oh, and then I guess this happened today. Uh, this is like not political stuff, but this is like Nick Nick Cage, and uh, he was <laughs> Nick Cage was hanging out with Vince Neil, and some girl asked Nicholas Cage for an autograph, and Vince Neil lost his mind, and he like attacked the girl, and and Nicholas Cage had to break up the fight. It's like Vegas is crazy. <laughs> That's Vegas. Right now. That's like a typical night in Vegas, isn't it? That could happen to anybody in Vegas, I would think. If you're Nicolas Cage, how do you go to Vegas? After that great movie he did, Leaving Las Vegas, how does he, <laughs> right? how does he go to Vegas again and just not take a ton of grief from everybody? Huh? When are you leaving? When are you leaving Las Vegas? When are you leaving? All right, see what I did there? See what I did? Have another drink, Nick. So I'll, I'll tell you what he does. He looks at them and he says, I'm actually not Nicolas Cage. I'm John Travolta wearing Nicolas Cage's face. That is correct. And you know what? I kind of thought that's where you're going, and I was going to give you so many bonus points if, like, you knew the character's name. It's so great, the character from Face Off. No, nope. I saw that. That movie was disturbing. I yep. didn't like that movie because you think, oh, Face Off. It's it's these two guys, you know, and and they're finally going to like square off. And no, it's literally Face Off. Yeah, like they're... that was the. They're taking the face off. And when you have Nicolas Cage in a movie called Face Off and you want him to stand there for a minute just going, face off, <laughs> you get that in this movie. He did. He, face off. <laughs> off. That's fantastic. That's good news. Okay, so that's what I, I had. That was, that was my little Vegas report. Uh, Vince Neil and Nick Cage and uh, Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses. And Manny Mike Pacquiao. Tyson. Manny Pacquiao. It's crazy. It's crazy right now. I'm, I can't believe it. I want to. I want to go back to Los Angeles, where life is simple. <laughs> <laughs> the slow, the slow ways, the lazy stream of L.A. Oh, I was excited about this. Uh, Hillary Clinton's guy. I think his name is John Podesta. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about this? Tell us. He says that if Hillary uh, becomes president, they are going to unlock all the UFO files. <laughs> That's interesting. I think it's fantastic. It just shows you what a political machine she is. Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, we need, there is a segment of the population that believes UFOs are real and they're space aliens. We want to get their vote. So we want to go on the record to let those people know if uh, Hillary's president, she's going to unlock the UFO <laughs> files. So, like, that, that'll give her the Southern vote. I saw one once. It landed in my backyard. I'm voting for her because I want to know about them UFOs. I think something's there. I tell you what, that's that's the one thing that, like, would make me happy about a Hillary presidency. Like, okay, uh, she's ruining the country, but at least we'll know about life on <laughs> other planets. Until we'll she says, oh, I'm going to unlock the UFO thing now, and she pulls off a mask, and she's a <laughs> lizard person. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Now it makes sense. Her policies actually make sense now. <laughs> yeah, she's from V. I think she's, there's. I I think there are UFOs. I think I, you see so many. It's like the Bigfoot thing we were talking about on the show a couple episodes ago. I, you know, you've got all these pilots that see stuff. Something's going on. It's a really, really big universe, uh, and I think it would be an incredible waste of space if we were the only ones alive in it. I have to think that there's life on other planets. That there's scientists that have gotten together and uh, decided they want to work on technology to hide the planet Earth from aliens. I think that's a, a brilliant idea. I do too. I think I don't want to. I don't think we need them. No, I'm, I'm behind that, especially because yeah. we're going to have uh, the sequel to Independence Day coming out soon. That's just a good reminder. 
that we need to, that we need to be covered from the aliens. You know what? Hey, in in the new Independence Day movie, is, do we have uh, do we have Will Smith in that? We do not have Will Smith. We have Vivica A. Fox coming back, and there's a character who is playing Will Smith's character's son. Oh, then it's not a movie. It's not a yeah, real movie. I'm it's passing. All right, I'm looking at it on the internet. Uh, we got I Bill Pullman. Yeah. He, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I love Goldblum. Goldblum's awesome. He's like selling apartments now on TV. <laughs> yes, he's he like. Is. It's like. What what happened to his Jurassic Park money? What happened to his independent? He's been in some big movies. Why does he need to sell apartments? It he needs to, and this is true. He needs to fund the Mildred Snister Orchestra that he performs with. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you guys hear about this? I'm like, this is just a big left hand turn for the show. Uh, but this hacker, the FBI, uh, has arrested the guy who supposedly hacked Hillary Clinton's email. Uh, Guccifer. Uh, is that what it is? I, I believe his name is Guccifer. I'm not Guccifer. Uh, yeah. Or is it? Guccifer. And now, is like, that his name or is that his handle? I think it's his handle. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's his hacker name. His real name is like uh, Leon or something. Yeah. He hacked. He hacked Cindy Blue. Uh, Cindy Blumenthal's uh, email. Hmm. So if he hacked Sidney Blumenthal, there's a good chance that he hacked uh, Hillary's. So I think we'll have proof pretty much pretty shortly that that third parties were looking at her uh, State Department emails. And I I just want to see how she gets out of it. That's what I want to see. It's like Houdini, right? It's like a magic act. It's like David Copperfield. We're going to put Hillary Clinton (laughs) in all this scandal. It's going to look really bad. She's got 60 seconds to get out of the shackles. How's she going to do it? Oh, it's Obama with a fishing hook. (laughs) Well, she actually did get a big hit this week, and Bernie Sanders did get, I guess, an emotional boost because of the Panama Papers. Did you read about this? What, no, I didn't. I saw I saw there was something going on with the Panama Papers. What are the Panama Papers? Okay, so back in the early part of the Obama administration, we set up a free trade agreement with Panama. And so one of the law offices there said, hey, we can make a ton of money if we set up shell corporations for people to stash their taxes in. So people have been stashing money in Panama, not paying tax on it, and then these shell corporations would end up funneling the money back in. And then a list of all of the people who have been uh, stashing money there came out this week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's so, great. So who's all stashing money in Panama? Vladimir Putin. Good. Okay, that uh, makes sense. David Cameron's father. Okay, he's the British Prime Minister. Uh, David Geffen. Wow. Yeah, and they say that there's another list coming of all of the Americans who have stashed money there. But they say the real thing that's going to come out of this is because now there's literal proof this happened. Because we've known for years that very wealthy people have figured out tax havens and they've been putting their money in the Cayman Islands or having yeah. a corporation yeah. set up in Wyoming. Now the government says, well, we can't ignore this anymore. We actually need to pass a law that's going to keep people We can't from... have people keeping their own money after yeah. all. We're the government. Yeah, so... And this is what kills me. This is how how crazy sick our country's gotten that people are upset at people trying to keep their money. They're like the Panama Papers. Here's This is the fundamental problem I have with a lot of these Bernie people. They are uh, talking about, oh, these rich people, and they're hiding money in Panama, and they're so evil with their money, the rich. And I'm sitting here going, I want to become one of those guys. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how do I get on that list to make so much money I'm hiding it in Panama. Because I'll tell you what, I'd rather the rich guys have, if there's, I know it's bad that there's greedy people that want to have too much money. Fine. That's your, that's your idea. But uh, there's one group that I would like that money to go to less than those rich pigs. And that's the government. I tell you what, I'm going to say something I, I, I very rarely say. 
that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's no really really I totally flip flop because because seriously like the when 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 we first started talking about the Panama Papers, I'm all like ooh scandal scandal who's on the list who's on the list and then Jason that is a great point that is a, a phenomenal point it's their money why do they have to now it's if, if a government is doing it that's one thing like Vladimir Putin is that his money or is he hiding the the, the people's you know, money the people's money of Russia right. So that's but like David Geffen. Why does Geffen need to hide money? Why is he hide? That's that's horrible. And th- right? this is the other point I want to make. And then they go, "Oh, the rich don't pay their fair share. The rich pay like almost all the taxes. They do have loopholes. They do get out of a lot, but they're paying all the taxes." Well, and again, the argument of why they shouldn't be doing this is they're making this money in America. They're taking advantage of American laws, and roads still need to be paid for. We need to send the, money the government to the has plenty of money, Andrew. The, the government has plenty of money. Well, and they it, got the military-industrial is... complex going. They got all these scams. They got their foot on everybody's throat. They they got money. But they, again, and they waste it all. I wouldn't mind if they would do good stuff with it. No, there's no question that there's waste happening in government. But if this money were staying in the country and actually being invested back into America, there would be more jobs. There would be more infrastructure built. There won't be more jobs. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Factory. I mean, listen, we had, we, had, we had two good sides to this. David Geffen, if that's his personal money, he can do whatever he wants with it. That's how if I feel. To put, if he wants to put it in some crazy bank in Panama, uh, adios, dude. Good luck. Have fun with that. As long as it's not like the you know private citizens who are you know like 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 their corporate four hundred one k or whatever going over there. Why? That's that's kind of sad that you have to kind of hide your personal money in Panama. When's the next list come out? Because I want to know who else is doing it. <laughs> so there's there were two point six terabytes that were released, and they're currently fishing through all of it, trying to find all that information. But 2.6 terabytes is about the equivalent of uh, five MacBook Pros. Mm. Yeah. So once that information comes out, as people find more and more, we may find out there weren't many Americans there because it's a Spanish-speaking country and they found other ways to stash their money. Or we might find that uh, a lot of people have it. Hey, was this where the, the prime minister of Iceland was hiding his money? Yes, that, that's exactly what the story was related to. And now all the Icelandic people are mad at him? Yeah. That's too bad. No, but actually tourism is becoming one of their big new ways of making money. So, like, you, it's a four-hour flight from Boston to get to Iceland, and it's beautiful there. I hear it's incredible. Have I, I have not, but it's on the I, list. I went. I was over there. I did shows. Uh, for about a week and a half. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Just fantastic. I've been very, very fortunate. I've been to very, very cool countries. Iceland was uh, just uh, right up there on, the, on my top three. Uh, just a great country, great, fantastic people. Bizarre-looking uh, landscape. But I tell you what, now that all the tourists are going, I think they're going to ruin it. I think it's going to get bad. I think it's going to be bad. Well, let's hope it's not. And let's get there before it does, just like we're going to go uh, record a podcast from Cuba. Here's yeah. what you can do. Yeah, we should we should do a podcast from Cuba, and we should do a podcast from Iceland. We should go to a place called the Blue Lagoon. It is this really, really uh, cool, like, natural spa hot springs place that's mm. just fantastic. All right. Uh, what other crazy news? What do you got, Anna Reno? What's, 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 go, what's on your little list of hot topics? Well, apparently the scientists are trying to hide the Earth. <laughs> you said that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, now, here's what I want to know. Here's what I know. How are they going to hide the Earth? 
I don't know if they've got some sort of cloaking device or what. Uh, I, I don't think they actually have the. I don't think they have anything. Yeah, I well that that's the, they don't have it yet, but they're they're actually having meetings and discussing it. Like, how can we do this? Because we don't know. You know, if if the aliens come, um, they're they're probably chances are going to be uh, a lot uh, more advanced than us. Right. And look at us like cavemen and be like, well, we're going to save right. these people. And no. I think they've they've had the uh, they had the conversation about about how to hide their planet from uh, other species. They had that about five million <laughs> years yeah. ago. Yeah, listen, there could be a, there could be a planet in orbit right now. There could be a space a space station orbiting Earth right now, and we would have no idea. Oh, that brings me to another story. Actually, speaking of all this, that fits in perfectly. Uh, there was a. Uh, news story that came out this week about how there's a new planet that got discovered the the earth is in grave danger of this planet hitting the earth and destroying it and guess what happened after that people didn't freak out they got on twitter and made a bunch of hilarious memes Well, you know what was happening in the meantime? Billy Bob Thornton called up Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck and <laughs> sent them up there while Aerosmith sang a song, and they saved us all. We don't even yes, know they it. they will. And then Ben Affleck, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Ben Affleck, that's what it is. I saw Batman versus Superman. I'm sorry. I walked out. It was horrible. I walked right out. When, when it, he said, your mom has my mom's name, we're <laughs> friends now. I was like, I'm out of here. This is stupid. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> your, your, your mom's name is Debbie, too? I can't kill you <laughs> now. Funny. As I'm walking out, like, I, I always wait till, like we're way far away from the movie theater before I start ripping into a movie. But I, like, I look at my kids, and I'm like, really? Really? That's what it was? Martha. Martha. Your mom's name was Martha? I was going to kill you, but not anymore. Your mom's name is Martha. (laughs) (laughs) And here's what I want to know. Why did Lex Luthor hate Superman? We don't know. We don't know. They just randomly just said it. They're like, he's he's just too cool. Superman's too cool. We got to stop him. I like that kid as an actor, but I don't think he's Lex Luthor material. No, no. He made a choice. He made a choice. He wanted to go different from any Lex Luthor. It's like like acting 101. Mm -hmm. Every other guy that played Lex Luthor kind of played him the same way, calm, cool, and collected. So Jesse Eisenberg's like, I'm going to be all shaky and stuttery. I'm going to do what uh, Brad Pitt did in 12 Monkeys. It's like the same performance. Uh, 12 Luthors. And then since when did Batman use all the guns? Bat, like, uh, that was the whole thing. Batman never uses a gun. He, he hates guns. A gun killed his parents. So, like, all of a sudden, Batman's just lighting people up <laughs> left and right. I'm like, what film? Did they, have they read Batman at all? Yeah, I don't know. That movie didn't quite work. The, but I'll tell you the one saving grace it had, Wonder Woman. Mm, yeah. Mm, oh, my goodness. Did you see her? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and here's what I'm. Here's here's the other thing that I'm that 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 like cracked me up when Wonder Woman came on the screen the first time she comes in in the and I cannot wait till this comes on DVD because I just want I want to make a GIF of this. She comes on the screen in the Wonder Woman thing. Okay, here's the other thing. We just took a serious like right hand turn. What what was the the bad the beast's name? The Abomination. Doomsday. Doomsday. 
Doomsday is shooting like heat vision out of both his eyes and his mouth. He's shooting this beam that is as big around as a flipping truck. And all of a sudden, Wonder Woman, she blocked it with her bracelets. Like, really? Really? The beam didn't hit any part of her skin? The bracelet totally deflected that giant beam? Comic book science. <laughs> and then the music goes. <laughs> like, she had like this, she had the worst theme song ever. It was like, <laughs> it's Wonder Woman. It like was three times in a row. It was just she's beautiful. She looked great. Love the costume. Uh, and then here's the other thing: the, the scene with her and the 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 lasso, the golden uh, lasso of truth. Yep, that was really awesome. Uh, but literally, like a couple scenes before, she's flying coach. Like Wonder Woman flies coach. <laughs> I just that was funny. She has an but invisible jet. Why I would she fly? Swe- exactly. Well, exactly. She's and I can put, tell you the reason why. On. It's because there was a deal where they did prior placement with Turkish Air, so they oh, had to really? get her on a plane. Oh, yeah. I know you're making that up. No, right? swear to God, there are commercials for Turkish Air that feature the cast talking about flying to Gotham City and Metropolis. Oh, that's just horrible. That's just horrible. And you know what the worst part about it is? Is uh, uh, like Frank Miller did the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight uh, Returns uh, that are just some of the best graphic novels I have oh, ever yeah. read. Absolutely. And Definitely. In this, and, in this, and in the second one, the second one is when Superman comes to stop Batman. He's like, no, you're not allowed. There's no more superheroes. We all agreed. We are all going to stop. And Batman says, no, I'm not going to stop. And if you want me to, you're going to have to stop me. And so Superman is really conflicted, but he decides he has to stop Batman. Batman decides he's going to fight back. They got all the dynamics wrong. That movie, Batman, they got them all wrong from Jump Street. It's like they honestly didn't know the characters at all. You know what? And I don't blame Ben Affleck. I thought Ben Affleck was was awesome. Yeah. I would cast him again in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I think the Superman dude is awesome. Yep. Uh, ever, the cast wasn't the problem. It's it's flipping Zack Snyder and whoever like said yes to that script. Oh yeah. my lord. Wonder Woman. Hey, did you guys hear about the new Muppet? I did not. No. Yeah, they're gonna have a new. Uh, they're gonna have a new um, uh, Muslim Muppet. It's about in, in time. The, <laughs> in, in the in the Afghan uh, version of Sesame Street, this oh. is only in the the Afghani version of Sesame Street. Her name is Zari, and she's gonna talk about girl power, and I am all for that. Um, you go, Zari. Go, Zari. Talking about girl power in Afghanistan will get you killed. That's right. I'm telling you, that's a bold, bold move by Sesame Street. It is. I, 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 if there's protests, they're going to be hysterical. <laughs> they're going to be hysterical. They have a little Muppet on a stick and they're going down Main Street, whatever town. This is – and the reason I bring up uh, Zari, uh, the, the, the Muppet uh, that they're going to do in the Afghani version of Sesame Street, is that it's, it's blatant that Sesame Street is trying to change – the hearts and minds of the people, uh, the Afghan people, right? I think everything that has been on Sesame Street that they pitched as a good idea, every kid watches Sesame Street. Every kid. They pushed the gay agenda. Yeah. Ernie and and Bert, dude, something was going on with those two. I'll tell you that right now. They were not. They were not. Come on. They pushed the trash can agenda. 
you know, I like I like Oscar the Grouch before. I used to not accept Oscar the Grouch, but now I totally do. But even before that, they were dealing with racial issues. Sure. And, you know, helping kids understand what happens after people pass away. Hmm. Yeah. Why did they have to do that? Why? Because parents weren't doing it. Hmm. Yeah, parents weren't. They would. Grandma would just would go into a magical box, and then we'd put her in the dirt, and then that's all we're gonna tell you, kids. But here, let's watch. Wasn't it Mr. Hooper? Mr. Yep. Hooper died. Yep. All right. So anyway, that was my little thing. I'd like to go back and look at that. Let's see what kind of because Sesame Street kind of does uh, do, does rule. They get everything they want in terms of propaganda. That's why we have President Elmo. And Elmo loves you. <laughs> that's right. We're going to vote. We're going to share the money. The 1% have to pay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some Michaeltopias before we get out of here. Okay. Who's got a Michaeltopia? I got one. All right. Um, first of all, in Michaeltopia, our utopia, um, Facebook verifies who you are before you can make a profile. I'm getting like a thousand friend requests from people that are not real people. And it's obvious the girl's a hot chick and she's got two friends. Yeah. And one of them, she's asking you, it's like, wait a second, hot chicks don't talk to me. This has to be fake. <clears throat> no, so who, who is that? Who is that that does that? It's just like, like just hackers. Uh, I'm assuming it's probably people who want to connect spam accounts together because there are a bunch of fake accounts on Facebook. Like if you go onto different websites, you, know, you can pay someone five bucks and you can get 200 new likes on your Facebook profile. But these people need to look like real people, so they just friend random people, and some people will just accept their friendship because they're lonely. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who has another Michaeltopia? All right, I've got one. In Michaeltopia, before you do anything in this world, you need to go to a 15-year-old girl and ask her, how are the trolls going to hijack this on Twitter? Okay, so what? So now what is this 15-year-old girl going to do? Okay, so recently George Mason University decided that they were going to rename their law school in honor of the late Antonin Scalia. So they decided that they were going to name it the Antonin Scalia School of Law which turned into the hashtag A-S-S-O-L. <laughs> and if you, had just, if you had just gone to a teenager and said, okay, is there any way this can backfire on us? It's like, how are the kids going to talk about this? It's like, well, the acronym is ASSLE. Yes. And here, let me tell you something. There, there is a community outside of Columbus, Ohio, called Fairfield Union, okay? Okay. Uh, the Fairfield Union, years ago, needed a new mascot. And the kids, like, always leave it to bored teenagers. <laughs> so on the back of their jacket, the kids, and they did, they got, they got away with this for a year. They decided to become the Fairfield Union Charging Knights. <laughs> Right? So on the back of all our high school jackets was F-U-C-K. Ah, the Fairfield Union Charging Knights. Okay. The Antonin Scalia School of Law. Yes. Asshole. That's great. That's they, fantastic. And Michael Topia, you check out what the letters spell before you change the name. Yeah. <laughs> Why not the Antonin Scalia Law School? How about that? That's what they've since changed it to. 
And I'm sure that they, they, they cost them like five million bucks yep. to look into that and do studies and all that stuff. Yep. All right. Uh, my Michaeltopia. I have a Las Vegas Michaeltopia. In 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 Michaeltopia, Las Vegas, you have to look in the mirror before you leave your hotel room. <laughs> I have seen people wandering around in in the casinos and like seriously, what do you did you choose that outfit? Did you like look in the mirror and go yes, yes. This is the old dirty T-shirt that doesn't even cover my gut that I want to wear. Oh, and these are the flip-flops, and these are the homemade shorts I want to wear. Oh, oh my gosh. And if, if you want to see courage, if you want to see courage, go to the pool in Vegas. There are – in Michael. okay, in Michaeltopia, hot chicks have the same amount of courage fat chicks do because, like, I have seen some big girls – wearing like some skimpy <laughs> outfits and then you got the hot girls and these cover-ups you're like hey ladies how about you go back in the bathroom and switch outfits <laughs> yeah but i like the big girls it sounds like vegas is where i want to be there you go there, you, there go. you go and i would have believed you if you hadn't have done that little like streetwise accent thing you threw on the end <laughs> Well, there's some there's some stories we didn't get to, uh, but it was a quality podcast. Once again, you know, when life hands us lemons, we don't make lemonade. We set the lemons on fire and we throw them back at life. <laughs> so uh, these, this was this was a tough one. I'm in Vegas. You guys are in uh, Los Angeles. Next week we'll all be in the same room. Yes, next we week's going to be crazy town. Yes, Andrew, uh, God love you for trying to edit this uh, this mess together. <laughs> I'm going to get uh, Skype off of my phone. There's something about having a Microsoft product on my iPhone that just seems dirty and wrong, right? I yeah. agree. Yeah, they don't like we each other. We we tried using this through Skype. We really gave it the old college try, and that's what I like about us. We we have a can-do attitude. Uh, that is our show for this week. We did it, fellas. We covered the news. God love you. It's the Loftus party. You can find us uh, at, at at Flipside Loftus on Twitter. Uh, you can find the, the flip side on YouTube and Facebook and all that good stuff. And you guys, uh, take some time here to plug your stuff. I know you both have podcasts that are wonderful. Well, if you'd like to hear more of me, I do a podcast every week called So Fresh, So Prince, where we rewatch every episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air week by week. It's the most 90s show that was ever on the air, and we talk about how it holds up. You can find us everywhere just by Googling So Fresh, So Prince. But if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we're at So Fresh, So Prince, and you can like us on Facebook as well. Nice. I have a show called <laughs> Started Making Trouble in My Neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, Isn't that how it goes? I uh, had a one little fight, and my mom got scared. That's great. All right, Jason, you have uh, – it's it's like The Road to Ruin, yeah? Yes. It's named after my life, my podcast. It's called The Road to Ruin, and uh, it's just a, a show where I have interesting people on telling their uh, funny travel stories and talking about interesting, cool stuff, man. It's awesome. The Road to Ruin on iTunes. Although, if you do enjoy this podcast, please be sure to go to iTunes and rate us five stars. Leave a nice comment. It really helps more people find the show. Hey, that's it. That's the Loftus Party. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>